welcome back to Divide It with Jill. So this is the last episode of season five. We did it again, baby. Finished another season. I really loved having guests back on this season. It's been so much fun and I'm very excited for more guests in the future. Next season is another solo season and it's going to be good. So stay tuned. But, you know, I feel like I haven't really updated you with what's been, like, going on in my life because, you know, the last two episodes were with guests and we just kind of just got into the topic. But I just got back from Miami. I was helping my sister move into UM. I even got to see Jennifer and Sebastian, my two besties from Miami, and it was so much fun. We did so much went to so many restaurants that I need to tell you all about. So the first place I want to mention is this place called Hutong. Oh gosh, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly, but it's in Brickell. It's like Chinese food. We had like Peking duck. It was so good. I was very, very impressed. And it was just so good to see Jennifer and Sebastian. We also like went to Sexy Fish for a second, got some drinks, and then we went to this other place um, which was fun. It was like a bar. It was like a small area. I'm like forgetting the name of it. But yeah, went there. We had another round of drinks and just hung out and it was a vibe. And then my family and I also went back to Lazoo. I don't know if you listened to that podcast episode such a long time ago or seen like my Miami vlog. But the last time I went to Miami, we went to Lazoo and it really blew me away. Like, I loved it. And it's in Ball Harbor. We also went around and did some shopping. And yeah, Lazoo just always hits. Like, this is my second time there, and I love it. And I'm definitely going to be back again a third time. <laughs> Another place that I went to um, was Sweet Abana Cafe. I heard about this place because of Joe Jonas. It's his favorite spot in Miami. And you know what? I'm going to give this to him. Because, you know, sometimes influencers, celebrities recommend places and it's either like really, really good or really, really bad. But this is one of the good ones. And the coffee is fresh. The employees are super, super nice. And it's just a good, it's a good time in there. Speaking of Joe Jonas, okay, of course, this is divided with Jill. Can't escape any talk of Joe Jonas here. But let me know why when I was at that coffee spot, right? I learned later on because he posted on Instagram that he was in the same area as I was. When I found out, I literally freaked out. I was like, there's no way, like no way. Come on now. He was at an art gallery or something like that. But that's like a divided moment right there. Like what? Like how am I going to be like a few minutes away from Joe Jonas while going to the coffee shop that he loves? Like what? Another spot that's near this coffee shop that I just discovered is a sushi spot it's like literally right next door and like we just wanted something small so we just ordered like a few stuff and we got like um a crispy rice like salmon and like a little bit of sushi and it was hitting it was really really good so i mean if you're ever in this area it's in winwood definitely check it out and then after that we stopped by the miami design district which is another favorite spot in miami and then another place we went to was this restaurant called Bagatelle. So it was my brother's like birthday that weekend. So we celebrated there, a little mini celebration. And, you know, it, it was a vibe. But the food wasn't really doing it for me. It was all right. 
I did like the octopus though. The octopus was really, really good. And I'm not someone that like eats octopus all the time. And I was really, really impressed with this one. But the vibe was immaculate in there. It was like a nightclub meets restaurant. If you haven't been like, it's so, so, so much fun. Oh my God. It was really funny because I was in the bathroom and this girl was telling another girl in the bathroom. She was like, I'm just here for the vibes or something like that. She said, I was like, oh my gosh. (laughs) No, because everyone was on the tables, the chefs, the waiters, the managers, like everybody, the customers on top, dancing, vibing, living their best life. There's like a DJ, there's dancers. It's just very interactive and it's so much fun. Like it's a vibe. It's like a nightclub, nightclub restaurant. So 10 out of 10 recommend you have to go. We're such big foodies in this family and like a lot of my friends are big foodies. So of course I have to tell you all the, all the tea on all the spots. I also, you know, enjoyed the hotel, relaxed. We stayed in Key Biscayne at the Ritz and it was really, really good. You know, it's always a great time in Miami. I never have a bad time there. I, I love it. But yeah, I am back home now. I have seen a few movies since I've been home and I just saw the Mean Girls movie the other day. And you know, this movie got a lot of mixed reviews. Either people hate this movie, they love this movie. I personally thought it was all right. I don't know. I feel kind of like eh about it, if that makes sense. There was definitely a few moments that I loved, like Renee Rapp was everything in this film. Every scene she was in, she commanded the room and her voice is just incredible. I've been a fan for a minute now. And when she sang Someone Gets Hurt, I had full body chills, like full body chills. And then, of course, like the the world burns number at the end was incredible as well. She's just such a force. And like she was the perfect Regina. Like, oh, my gosh, 10 out of 10 recommend. She's so good. And then the Lindsay Lohan cameo, my mouth dropped when I saw Lindsay Lohan on the screen, I was like, there's no way that this is happening right now. Like, you know what? This actually might have to be the divided moment of this episode because I was so shocked when I saw her. I was like, what? I was like, this is crazy. This is something crazy. This is everything that I needed. But yeah, I mean, the movie was overall all right. I don't know. Watch it. Don't watch it. I mean, I do love Mean Girls though. Like the concept, everything, like I mean, the original movie is just incredible. I mean, you know. Okay, to me, it was basically the musical, but in movie form. I mean, I guess that's what it's supposed to be, but it was literally just that, if that makes sense. Another movie I watched since I've been home is Anyone But You with Sydney Sweeney and Glenn Powell. Okay, this has been taking over the internet for a minute now. Everyone thinks that they're dating each other. There's a whole scandal with this. (laughs) The marketing, you know what? I will say it worked. I got invested in all the interviews. I was like, oh my God, what the heck is going on with them? Like, they're literally obsessed with each other. Like, the marketing worked. It got me to see it. I mean, I was already interested in it because I just saw Glenn Powell in um, another, like, rom-com movie. It's called Set It Up on Netflix um, with Zoe Dutch. And that is my introduction to Glenn Powell. I was like, oh my God, obsessed with him. I really do want to see a movie with Zoe and Glenn again. Like, I would love to see, like, them too. But, you know... I liked the movie. Overall, I thought it was cute. Do I wish there was more happier moments between Glenn and Sydney's character? Yes. I feel like, to me, this is my opinion, 
they would have like a really great moment between the two characters and then they would get mad at each other like immediately right after and i'm like really we couldn't have let this like marinate a little bit and then get to the drama you know what i mean like right away there was a lot of funny moments but yeah i just wish they kind of gave us a little bit more of that if that makes sense this is another movie that got mixed reviews like some people hate it a lot of people love it i'm not like obsessed but i thought it was cute i really did love how they met like that was perfect to me the way like it all happened it was getting very much like book talk i don't know i love that it happened in a coffee shop it was like funny and the chemistry between them was really really good here so yeah i really loved that moment of course when they were on the airplane and she like hears that the song unwritten is playing in the back was really really funny there was like a few funny moments but you know i do love a good rom-com i haven't seen a rom-com in theaters in a really really long time so it was fun to go do that but yeah those are the movies i've seen the past few weeks i also started a new tv show that i haven't talked to you about yet but if you do follow me on tiktok you see that i've i've been like raving about this tv show and this is what today's episode is about actually so i watched the buccaneers like before I left for Miami and it's on Apple TV and if you know me you know that I'm obsessed with Bridgerton I love a good period piece (laughs) and the new season hasn't come out yet it is coming out in May though which I'm very excited about and you know they did have a spinoff last year that held me over but I've really been craving like a Bridgerton type show. And so when I heard about the Buccaneers, I was like, wait a second, what is this? I need to see this right now. I did see a few clips on TikTok though, and it was giving very similar energy to Bridgerton. So you know what? I decided to watch it. And oh my gosh, this show did not disappoint. After I saw this, I told everybody, everyone that I recommended the show to is like obsessed with it now. But if you don't know what the Buccaneers is, it's taken place in the 1870s. There's five American women. They're all like wealthy. So it's Nan and Jenny, Conchita, Lizzie, Mabel, and Conchita basically gets married to Lord Richard. And after the wedding, they're all invited to London. It's like debutante season. They're all like trying to secure a husband and titles and kind of just like how they navigate cultural clashes and strict social codes you know while also dealing with um, relationships and stuff and you know what this show is everything to me like oh my gosh like all the guys are british obsessed come on now and i finished the show very very quickly and there's just so many moments that i want to discuss with you and there will be spoilers in this episode so if you haven't seen it probably pause this watch it come back to this (laughs) okay so the first thing i want to talk about is the nan theo love triangle if you saw the show you have to let me know like what you think about this oh my gosh this love triangle with them in the beginning i was like low-key team theo like when he first appeared on the screen i was like oh my gosh who is this guy i even like made a tiktok i was like are we team theo like what's going on like do we like him you know but as the show progressed I started to become team guy solely because he just had so many like intense love confessions. It was very passionate, which is what I love. Come on now. I have seen so many Shonda Rhimes shows that she has created and produced and there's so many like lengthy monologues and she really just made me obsessed with very long love confessions and you know nan and guy had so many great like moments between them and there was this one monologue that i have to tell you i think this is one of my favorite monologues that guy has done on the show i mean he does a lot but this is like the first one where i was like oh my gosh i'm in love with you (laughs) 
So he basically says, when you climbed out of a window above me, and she's like, yes. And he goes, when we danced down a staircase, and she goes, yes. And he goes, when we looked at each other, when we laughed, when it felt like we immediately knew each other and that anything was entirely possible, that together we could go anywhere or do anything. It wouldn't matter if we were in a palace or a tree as long as we were laughing and dancing and kissing and discovering and kissing again. When I realized, Nan, that I'm desperately in love with you, and I have been since the first second I set eyes on you. Oh my gosh, the scream I let out. The scream I let out when I saw this. Oh my gosh. Like, are you kidding me? That was just perfection the passion, the the delivery. Oh my gosh. Even someone wrote on my TikTok video because I posted about this. They were like, get this guy in Bridgerton. And I was like, period, period. This guy was selling it. I was obsessed. Like it really like got me. And then there was another moment actually where Theo is making Guy recite the telegram that he sent to Nan, but she never got. Okay. Not Theo knowing every single word. I really do feel bad for Theo though. Like Nan is kind of playing him. She's not being honest with him. She kind of like is doing him dirty. And I think she was like, yeah, she was getting with both of them at the same time. But it's like so clear that she's obsessed with the guy. And I feel like this always happens to me in love triangles where I like in the beginning don't know who I'm swaying more towards. But I feel like in this story, they really want you to kind of root for Guy. But I just really, really do feel bad for Theo. Like, I feel like he doesn't deserve all of this that's happening to him you know what I mean because it's so clear that he loves Nan but you know what don't get me wrong I love I love Guy but there was a lot of really magical moments between Nan and Theo too which made me a little bit confused on who I like better but one of my favorite scenes with them though was when they were painting and he's like I don't paint people and they like touch each other's faces with paint oh my gosh oh my gosh the chemistry I was like hello hello help I love that scene oh my gosh I guess we'll have to see what happens in the next season because at the end she does end up marrying Theo but oh my gosh we have to get into that later there's other love stories I want to tell you about before we get into that but yeah so there's multiple things going on There's Nan's mom and dad and the whole secret with how like the mom isn't actually her mom. I was like, what? And the dad is kind of like a jerk and the mom wants to leave him. And, you know, the plot really thickened here. I was like, oh my gosh. And then Theo finds out, but like he doesn't care. He just like wants to be with Nan. Poor Theo. Theo needs to find another girl in the next season. (laughs) He needs to find someone else. And then there's also Ginny, James, and Lizzie. Oh my gosh. Every time... James came on the screen. I was screaming at the TV. I was like, him again? Is this for real? Cue the sound of Abby, Abby Lee Miller going. I just wanted to sit back and relax. And all of a sudden I hear this agitating, grating voice. (laughs) Like, James is so scary. Like, scary monster scary. The guy that plays him, incredible actor. Love it. And then, you know, I did feel so bad for Lizzie and Jenny the whole time. It was like they couldn't escape James's presence and he kind of like left this imprint on them and Ginny was making a lot of very questionable decisions the entire time but she was also in this very toxic relationship and then there was this moment where she almost like made it out of the woods like she confided in Nan after James like abused her and he caught her right after she saw Nan and I was like oh my gosh no no like no that was so intense I was so scared I was like no there she was so close to leaving and escaping and then this happened no because remember in the beginning when they were like fighting for him and I was looking at them like what's so special about this guy I don't know there was something off about him from the start but I'm glad Jenny left and Lizzie like hates him now so yeah 
I guess we'll have to stay tuned on what happens with them. And then another couple I want to talk about is Mabel and Honoria. This is another couple I felt really bad for me the whole time. I just feel bad for all of them. They just couldn't get a happy ending in season one. You know, maybe in season two, there'll be something between them, but they were just so cute. It was giving very much like forbidden love. Is that the correct like trope for them? Let me know what trope you think they are. I think they're forbidden love. It was very much like secret relationship. They can't be together. You know what I mean? Oh, and then there was this scene with Mabel and Lizzie, her sister. They're having a conversation where she like comes out to Lizzie and I was like crying. I was literally crying. It was such a vulnerable, beautiful moment between them, you know? It was everything. I hope like both of them find happiness in the next season. So manifesting that for them. And then Conchita and Richard's story. I don't know. I mean, I guess if it weren't for them, they wouldn't have like had that reason to like go to London. But like, I don't know. I just felt like they were just there. I didn't really feel super connected to their story. They did have a couple moments though, which was cute. But I do want to know what's going on with Miss Laura, Test Valley, and Richard. Like, what is that about? Something fishy and weird. I don't know. Let me know what you think if you saw the show. And some people were saying that, like, she might be Nan's mom. I was like, what? I mean, I don't know. It it seems a a little off, but I guess we'll see. I don't think so. But I wouldn't be surprised if they made her the mom. Anyways, so now the last thing I want to talk about. The, The episodes are really short this season. There was, like, seven or eight episodes, I think. Yeah. So now we're at the finale. And that was a crazy finale, let me tell you something. The girls helped... Ginny escape thank god it was everything it was girl power so basically Ginny is pregnant and she needs to leave this toxic relationship with James so Nan plans to marry Theo protection safety for the sister now she has a title if she marries Theo she's basically doing this all for her sister I don't know if Theo knows about this plan okay a part of me thinks he does because they showed her going to see him like paint but that could have been like a moment where she was like oh I'm picking you this is it or it could have been a moment where she tells him like what she's thinking of doing knowing Nana's a little toxic (laughs) Nana's a little crazy but she's sweet at the same time I don't know if she told him the story I don't know. But she basically sends her sister off with a guy who Nan is so clearly in love with. And uh, it was very emotional because right before Nan and Guy like separate and she goes back inside to marry Theo, he's like, you take my breath away. I hope you know that ever since that day. I close my eyes. Oh God, this one is so good. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Uh, even just like repeating it, I'm like gonna cry. Um, He was like, close my eyes or open them even always. It'll always be you I see. Like what? What? Who wrote this line? I need to know. Like in the beginning, I was like, oh, he's playing her. Like, he just wants to be with her because of the dad and, like, you know. But, wow, he really just loves her. And then, of course, James finds out that um, Ginny left and Long Live by Taylor Swift is playing in the back. Oh, my gosh. Iconic moment. And then we find out that Nan's biological mom is at the wedding. What? I'm like, reveal yourself, lady. Where are you? Like, what row is she in? Like, stand up. Like, rise. (laughs) And then Nan's mom and Theo's mom are also having a conversation. But Theo's mom already knows what the plan is. Like, she knows. And, like, Nan's mom's trying to tell Theo's mom, like, I don't think Nan, like, wants to be with Theo or something, you know? And so there's so much to unpack. No, because Theo's mom is, like, scary. Like, I would be afraid to speak to her. I'd be, like, um... (laughs) I'd be, like, mute. She would probably hate me. (laughs) 
Oh my gosh, what an ending, what a show. Like, this show is everything to me, to be honest, and I'm really excited that they got renewed for another season, so I'm really excited to see what happens there. Yeah, this show really did it for me. Obsessed. Hopefully I didn't forget anything. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Let me know what your favorite moment from the show is, if you've seen it. If you didn't see the show and you listened to this episode, <laughs> I hope it like Loki convinced you to watch it, but I Loki just spoiled the whole thing for you. Thank you so much for listening. Give me some more television recs. Thank you for an incredible season five. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. And I will see you in a couple weeks for the next season where I'm going to talk about more books, more TV shows, more movies, all the vibes. So yeah, don't forget to follow Divided with Jill on TikTok and Instagram. And I'll see you in season six, baby. Bye.